Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Ivy. So, I have an update on my Sky Dragons, <laughs> if you're all curious. Um, it's actually, it's moved now. Actually, I guess I don't have an update on the Sky Dragons itself, but... It's now turned into um, me researching the loud booms that everybody has been hearing, as far as I know, across the United States. Um, I don't know, you know, if if it's something weird. Of course, a lot of people initially, people are calling them fireworks. You know, people are saying they hear these loud booms at night, um, all hours of the night, but not just at night. Some people are hearing them in the morning and... Um, you know, this has been going on now for the past, you know, couple of months. And I could see the pandemic, you know, everybody being at home, everybody's bored. What are you going to do? You're going to blow shit up at home, right? But this has been something that I know has been going on um, here in, in our town for years. Like, this has been going on for years. And not just in summer when it's, you know, 4th of July or, you know, whatever. It happens in the middle of winter. Um, it's been happening in a specific neighborhood for a very long time. And the cops don't really, I mean, the cops get called. They don't really have any answers for what it is. And it just continues to happen. Now, maybe they've ramped up because maybe a lot more people are doing the fireworks thing. But I don't know. It, it's all just very strange. Yeah, I've heard them. When you're outside, it sounds like a gunshot. It's, it right. And that's another thing is that these aren't just like, bottle rockets and firecrackers these are booms that are waking people up in the middle of the night they're shaking the houses like they're very loud they're crazy loud squirrels are at an all-time high right now <laughs> is that a fact <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Just sure blowing up all the transformers <laughs> poor baby because it's yes it's very much like that it's 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 very bizarre i've heard tales so we had an incident we had two different incidences where we had a um, a car bomb, and uh, at uh, well, Dots Market. You know, Dots. Dots is like a local grocery. Well, there's two stores, but there's you know, it's a local. But they had a car bomb there, um, and all the news really said was that the police were there and uh, they had found a car bomb or whatever, and, and that was it. They never like explained who it was or. There was no arrest. So, yeah, that was a really weird... It was a weird incident. You know, it just kind of... Like I said, it got reported on, on the news once, and then nobody ever talked about it again or explained it. Um, but... So, I've heard, you know, rumors that these could be... And I've heard from some pretty reputable people, I believe, that these could be people experimenting with making explosives or, you know, making bombs. And they're just kind of setting them off in the neighborhoods to test what they've made or whatever. Um, I don't know, you know, but I've been looking more into it because that's kind of the hot topic right now and everybody's talking about it. So I don't know. It's another new conspiracy. So that's what I've been doing. And then I saw, I saw something today and I was curious. I, I really wanted to get your opinion about it actually. Um, so it was, uh, and, and it's, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm probably gonna fuck it up. It's not completely accurate, but I saw like a tweet. I follow this, uh, numerologist and, um, but she'll tweet out other stuff like that involve the planets and things like that. And she had said something about Venus. I think it was about Venus. Your Venus placement determines such 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 about you. But it was like if you're a woman, it determines like how you seduce men or something like that. And if you're a man, it determines like how like you're like what type of women you're attracted to. Um, 
so I, you know, but I was thinking, I was like, well, I mean, gosh, that's kind of transphobic, isn't it? Like, because what if you're trans, then what? Do you, do you go by your birth? Like, what you were born as? Or, well, I mean, is that transphobic? Most of it's just energy, but people just saying male and female but it's really just more about masculine and feminine i mean but this one said if you're born female if you're born male so it's like what is that i i don't know i just how would you read how would you read it as as a for me i'd read you would read the the feminine yeah Yeah. well that's what i figured it would just be whatever you know however you identify because that would make sense that would play with your energies better but I don't know. It was weird. So I didn't know if that was considered, you know, transphobic or not for it to have that type of influence or what that means, you know, to somebody that's trans. But then again, I guess the best way to be able to know which one you identify with is, you know, I guess if you were trans, you could read it and then you could see if it identifies with your masculine or your feminine side. Well, I mean, you're a cis woman. You identify yeah. as a woman. So yeah. it's like the same thing. Not so it's, I wouldn't I read as a woman. Yeah, so That's if you true. were on a little bit more on the masculine side, you could read the male version. Like if you had, if you, not necessarily like a tomboy, but like if you just felt like you embodied masculine energy more, which sometimes, you know, it's not always about this or that. You know, yeah. you might read the male side and it can speak to you and you not identify as male or masculine or anything like that it's just that period of your life yeah because i know i mean i'm i'm very aware of like my masculine traits (laughs) my feminine and my masculine traits um you know typically being a very um i guess a, a very alpha woman you know you you get those masculine traits and so um I guess that's true. Then you could read for either one. I mean, I didn't look too much into it, obviously. I had just seen it. And I was curious as to what, you know, somebody that is trans would have to say about something like that. That would, you know, what what that would mean for, for you. Because I can't, you know, like you said, I'm a cis woman, so I can't <laughs> identify. You know what I mean? Well, you identify whether you're cis or not. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I so. guess I guess what I mean is I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to look look at it through your perspective. So that's curious. We should yeah. we should run a segment. Ask a trans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those trans <laughs> and their kooky answers to stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it cracks me up when people say say stuff like that. Like guys, like I've never been with a trans. Like oh, <laughs> I've never been with a transmission either. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Trans or tranny, and it's like, <laughs> meaning, yeah, never been of a transmission. Well, some people take offense to tranny. I'm not one of them, but you know, it also depends on the context. It is a, yeah, I mean, it is a, der- it's a derogatory term. I could see it being a derogatory term for sure. Yeah. And, you know, but, like you said, the context, it's like. Well, you know, odds are, if there is a context that it can be taken negatively, you probably just shouldn't use that word anyway. Yeah. Right, right. So it's well, when it comes to a person, now, like you could say shit and it's still mean poo, but yeah. you know that's not right. That's not the same thing. Directly, like demean somebody. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can't think of a way that you would use tranny, meaning you know someone that's transgender, 
in a way that wouldn't be directly that doesn't come off offensive right like, are you that a trainee right are you a trainee yeah okay. I mean, do you know a trainee yeah that's true there's there's a stigma definitely attached to it right so it's like how could you you know say that without being offensive but I mean I guess that's true too when you have like pass when you have um, people that are transgender that are passing and you know but it's kind of like I mean, I guess it's like asking a fat woman if she's pregnant, you know, you don't just, it's just not, it's rude, you know, <laughs> you <Yeah. don't> just, <laughs> so I mean, you know, how would you, you know, other than that, I mean, otherwise when you're talking about somebody and then you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, you know, my friend Ivy, she's a tranny. And then, you know, if I said that, then that would be like, um, uh, that, I mean, that would be, what's the word I'm looking for? Not dehumanizing, but no, that that would be, you know, if I did that, it would be outing you, and that's not, like, that's another weird thing that people don't get, and like the world of like consent and things like that, and so yeah, like it's um, not anybody else's st- story to share, right, right, exactly, and so it's like you know that's not okay, yeah. <laughs> that's not considered okay because you don't, you know, it's not up to you, um, but there, there's also you know. Like, when it comes to something like that, it makes sense because that's a person's identity. Yeah. Um, but there is also, like, the same thing as, like, DL guys that are, like, you know, just ashamed of who they are, essentially. Yeah. Because that's all it is. Yeah. Like, if you weren't ashamed, you'd be able to come forward. You know, not that you have to be outright like, oh, I'm here and I'm queer. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have yeah, to be like that. it doesn't have to be like that, right. Well, right, and if it's like, if I was like warning people about you, like if I felt the need to warn people ahead of time that you were transgender when bringing you around anybody, then it's like, then obviously like in my head, you know, whether I, whether it was intentional or not, um, then I'm, then that's being, trans. I'd be transphobic. Yeah. And so it's like. You know, as if there was something wrong with that to be like, oh, you know, yeah. here's a warning, you know, like, <laughs> about this person. <laughs> your best behavior. <laughs> you know, so it's like, what does that say about the company I keep? You know, if I have right. to warn them. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. That's, that's another thing that comes with it, too. Yeah. It's like people aren't necessarily transphobic themselves but when it comes to like other people they essentially condone it by doing stuff like that like somebody that says that may not have anything against trans people or anything like that but it's still transphobic because it's like well it's a ripple effect it's like the people that say you know all lives matter yeah you know there's a lot of people that do say all lives matter with the best intention but by them saying that, it's, it's invalidating, racist. right? Yeah. <laughs> right, it's racist. <laughs> you know, whether you have the best intention or not, it's still racist. So it's just you know recognizing those small behaviors in us as people and those little things that that we can change because it's like even though again they're doing it because they're not meaning to be racist, they're actually trying to go out of their way to not be racist, but they're trying too hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all are trying too hard out there. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> you gotta you keep know. the white folks safe, you know. Can't let them right. feel like they aren't cared for because <laughs> you say Black Lives Matter. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, there are people that are saying it now because they're, I mean, they know and they're just doing it to be dickheads. But, 
you know, initially, especially when it all first, when the Black Lives Matter movement started happening before this, um, you know, people didn't, really didn't get it. And they, they said it with the best intent, you know, and I can tell you that because I know I was one of those people and I didn't understand it. And so, you know, I have been able to grow and evolve from that and be like, oh shit, I was, wow, this whole time, you know, it's, it's like if I was walking around saying banana and banana happened to be a racial slur, but I didn't know. I just thought, you know. It was the fruit or something, you know, I don't know. And I right. just walked around and saying it, you know, I can, you can change that. You can change, you, you can recognize and be like, oh, that's wrong. Okay. Well, let me fix it. Like it's, right. it's, like, it's okay to up. grow guys. You're allowed. It's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with growth. Um, but I don't know. So, you know, that's, what's been going on this, this past week here. Um, oh, and then on my birthday, my birthday's in a week from yeah. today. It's, gonna, it's next Tuesday, so <laughs> it's going to be my last year in my 20s. <laughs> so I still get to remain, um, you know, not 30 yet. <laughs> but pretty much. But, <laughs> shh, I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> That's where it is now. Somebody asked me how old I am. I'm in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my 20s still. <laughs> Honestly, I like being 30. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? What do you? What do you like about your 30s? I don't know. I got over that big hump that I was going through. Okay. And it's kind of just like... It's been a, relieved, a relieving time. Right. And yeah. I just... I know myself a lot better than I did before. And all that... Everything that was happening... What the fuck? Cat. <laughs> Everything that was happening to me was like, you know, basically just changing my perspective. Yeah. Like it's like like a check in essentially. Like, all right, well, where are you at, sis? Yeah. So I could either continue to dwell on shit or I could move forward from it. But you know, either way, you're gonna learn something about yourself, even right. if it's not like right away. But it's like those challenges, like being able to overcome them, has helped me just be better in general. I don't know. 30 is a weird, weird age. I've, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard, uh, you know, 20s are, are hard. I've heard 30s are still hard, just not as hard. But I've heard 40s are great. People love, people love their 40s. People seem to really like being in their 40s. So, <laughs> if I can just make it until then. <laughs> right. But, you know, I've heard that, you know, people, a lot of people have, you know, been able to grow a lot. And, um, you know, the 30s really seem to be that, um, well, like you said, you get over that big hump. So it's just, you get over the worst of it, and then all of a sudden. So apparently this year is going to probably be the hardest year of my entire life. So that's great. <laughs> we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, so I, you, know, you guys still have time to buy me a gift. <laughs> get on it. <laughs> But I bring this up not just to, uh, you know, be a, um, uh, just to talk about myself, even though I love talking about myself. Um, <laughs> but I bring this up because I'm having, I'm having a birthday party and I have a birthday party every year and I, I have two major parties in, in, in my, in my year and I might have like some get togethers and things in between, but my two big parties are, I have a birthday party and then I have a really big Halloween party. And, um... You know, so this year it's been very interesting because I have found myself in a very strange situation where I have, um, I kind of have multiple relationships happening at the moment and I don't really know who to invite or how to go about, 
doing this, if I should just have them all over, and so... Girl, invite everybody. Well, that's and what I And then if figure. they start causing some bullshit... But I don't, I don't want to be disappointed with who I end up with at the end of the night. <laughs> you know, so it's like... So I don't want to make one of them feel like they're not as important just because I ended up not wanting to spend the night with them and I wanted to spend the night with somebody else. But the reason why I bring this up is because this week's topic, we figured we would talk about... Um, sex sexual dynamics and uh relationships and (laughs) so in my relationship world in my love life i am polyamorous so i have multiple relationships with different people um at any given time i don't i'm kind of uh i kind of lean towards being um a, a relationship anarchist so i don't really have i don't feel the need to like climb the relationship elevator with somebody. I don't really have, I don't really want to, I don't want to do like the moving in and the getting married and things like that. Now I could, I'm open to the possibility that that could happen. Right. You've done it once already. (laughs) You know, it's not that I I don't know that it wouldn't happen, but in the meantime, while that's not happening, um, I've got, you know, I've, I've got these boyfriends and, you know, even basically a girlfriend now. So, (laughs) um, it just keeps growing and, um, you know, but some of them, it's kind of ever changing. I mean, it is a revolving door of like who stays and who doesn't or whatever. Um, you know, right now I still don't really, I mean, I've got some pretty consistent people like one, like this one guy, this one of the boyfriends, he, um, I don't really, I don't really want to see him anymore. God, I hope he never listens to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't really want to see him anymore, but he's like kind of invited himself to my party. And I guess that's what I mean by like who to invite and what to do. Because like, even though I've invited him to the party, um, well, I didn't invite him to the party. He kind of invited himself to the party and I didn't have the balls enough to end things with him then. And so now he's going to show up to the party okay with it because then like the other boyfriend um you know that kind of somebody that i've seen for a very long time um he's married and so you know and he's he's married and he's got kids and you know he's got he does the family thing i don't know if he's gonna show up um i don't know if he's gonna be able to so it's like (laughs) as fucked up as it is like you know obviously i want to get laid on my birthday and all my other people that I have as options. Like, I want to be able to have a backup plan and a backup plan for the backup plan. And then my hope is that, honestly, everybody just gets into a big sex ball and, you know, just have an orgy. So, <laughs> and that's, that's, what I'm, that's, that's what I want for my birthday. I want an orgy. For my 29th birthday, <laughs> I want everybody to come naked. Everybody. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of, my parties are kind of known for that. So that's not really a, a surprise. That's, that's what we do. Um, you know, eventually, I mean, we all, you know, people come over and, you know, it's kind of implied throughout the night for different people. Um, if people decide that they don't want to be involved and they usually end up leaving early and the people that do want to be involved stay. So (laughs) that's kind of how it goes. So it is a really like the world of polyamory is really weird and confusing. I was talking to another guy. Um, actually, just yesterday I was hanging out with another guy and I was kind of trying to explain my dynamics to him. And it's hard to explain to new people that you're talking to that, um, you know, you you date everybody. But in the long term, you would 
want to settle down with someone. I, I do feel like I do want to have a type of primary partner. A nesting partner. Yeah, I do. I, I You know, eventually. But, you know, I'm willing to wait for the right person. I don't want to just jump in with anybody and do that. All the people that I'm seeing right now, I don't see myself doing that with. And so, you know, even though... As now, a, is that just right now? Or do you think that could change? Any of those people, if it could turn into something? Yeah. Um, I think that's just right now. Uh, well, I'm working on adding another boyfriend to the list, and I don't know. I think, you know, I'm open to that possibility that it could be more, but, <laughs> I, you know, he, he could be one that, that I'd uh, ride the, the elevator with, but um, but the ones I'm seeing right now, like I, said, like I said, one's married, you know, the other one I don't like very much. The other one, we kind of have more of a, like, we have a very romantic relationship, and but we don't sleep together. And so, but that might be normal because he is almost asexual. And so, you know, but because of that, we're not compatible. And so I think for a nesting partner, that wouldn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, you know, I, <laughs> and that sucks, but, you know, I can't change how I am. So, you know, but I was in, you know, I, I, I'm sure plenty of people know I, I was in a relationship, you know, recently and I was monogamous during that relationship. And, at the time, um, you know, I was happy. I was happy having my one partner. I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I didn't have the need to go be with anybody else. Um, however, you know, when you get in these relationships, you have that new relationship energy. And I don't know if that's something that would continue. I don't know if I would want to just be with one person for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know if that's something that I'll ever want to do. And so, like I said, as much as I can have a nesting partner, um, I don't know if I could just just be with one person because I, I like the freedom. I like the weird world of one night stands and random sex. And, you know, that's fun for me. I, group sex is my favorite sex. I would much rather have group sex than any other sex. <laughs> so obviously, you know, one of those days, one of those days, if I was expected to remain monogamous with that, you know, with anybody, um, I would end up not being happy because I'd be missing out on those, on those parts of myself, you know? So I'd have to be with somebody that was open to the idea of being open, but I get into these relationships with people and they assume that they can change me. They can change my mind. And all of a sudden I'll want to be monogamous just with them forever. And that's not the way it works. So (laughs) it's not going to be ever how it works for me. And that's just the way it is. And I've just accepted that part of myself I guess well and some people they can do monogamous and they can do polyamorous so it's like you know you can't just assume that somebody that's poly is willing to have one partner and be monogamous right that's not what they they want or Mm -hmm. they need Mm -hmm. sorry right and it's like not to mention like I just have so many um different I have so many different like sexual dynamics that I prefer and it's it's strange because like you know well I'm getting on the topic of sex um I you know I I personally have a daddy complex but I can only have one daddy I can't have multiple daddies because there's just daddy (laughs) you know in my mind that's how it works and then everybody else you know they're beneath me they don't deserve to be daddy you know they're trash not you know just in a sexual way that I dominate them and so, you know, probably about 90% of my, of my sexual relationships that I have with people, um, I'm the alpha in because 
like I said, daddy is like a special place. And so, um, so if I got into, but I like both, I like having both. So yeah, I mean, so for me, it's like, I, I can't have a daddy and then dominate daddy. It doesn't work that way. So I don't feel like I would get the most out of it, you know, sexually. And so it's like, I would have to have those two separate partners to have those separate things. And like, you know, so that's, I mean, that's basically what it is. Now, what I'm looking for, like, if I met somebody great tomorrow and, you know, I'm just like, oh, this person's wonderful, then I would probably, um, I would probably, I mean, I would stop pursuing other relationships. I would probably weed out the current relationships that I have and just kind of get rid of the ones that are unnecessary. And, um, you know, basically be monogamous with that person while we're still going through the stages of getting to know each other. Because I know that I can't, put out enough work to because what if I, I meet that person great but I'm still open to the possibility of meeting more people and then I meet another person that's equally as great I, I don't feel like I have enough energy in me to invest into two of those relationships at one time so you know I don't know I you know so it's like for me it would make sense to kind of have a period of time where my dating has slowed down and I'm just focused on the one relationship and you know because that's the thing with polyamory for me it's not just about sex it can be, but it's not. It is about, I, you know, I would prefer to have multiple relationships. I like that. My dream would be to have a big old poly cool and we all just live in a house together and we're all in love and it's wonderful. <laughs> That's what the I call me. Yes, it's just all of us together. Well, they're called, you know, they're called poly cools and, and some people have them and some people don't. But I'm more, yeah, I'm a, they call it kitchen table poly. Like I, I want the open relationships. Like I want, like my nesting partner to know who I'm sleeping with. Maybe they sleep together sometimes too. Maybe we all sleep together. <laughs> like I want it to be very open, but there are different people in the poly community. Like there's, you know, don't ask, don't tell where it's like, you just pretend that your other partner doesn't exist at all. And like, but while you're on dates with the one and it's weird. So, um, I don't know. That's, that's how I do things, I guess. Um, what do you do? Do you identify as any type of, are you a monogamous or? <laughs> do I mean, you? Do you have identity? I've never been in a position where I have wanted to date more than one person at one time. And that's not necessarily because I only want to date one person or that I want to date okay. multiple people. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I also haven't really wanted to date for a long time because I had to get my shit together and yeah, you know, I did that. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have somebody that you can work with and like build with and be better with. But but you can also trauma bond very easily with that person right. too, you know. And then on top of that, then it's it again. It is relationships are work. They're not going to be you know great and wonderful all the time. They take work. They take energy. They take time. And when you're trying to work on yourself, I mean, I think that's a great way to go. Too many people don't do that. Too many people feel like they need another person to fix them. And it's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> if you're looking for somebody to save you, you need to look in the mirror because <laughs> nobody right. else is going to do it for you. <laughs> you know, and, and that's a problem. And then that leads to this toxic bullshit behavior in relationships. Like, I don't do that. I guess that's my big thing. Like, I don't do jealousy. I'm not jealous at all because, I mean, come on, you know, have you seen me? <laughs> you know, I don't have a reason. I have no competition with anybody. You know, I, I don't like see a woman and, and I'm like, and I get offended because she's hotter than me or whatever. Like, I'll never be out with like who I'm with, like what, whoever I'm dating. 
and like they're talking about oh that girl's so hot and I'm like oh you think she's hot oh yeah dude I'm gonna be right there like yeah she really is very hot <laughs> we should try to take her home today <laughs> You know, that's just not, but a lot of people get those behaviors because they don't work really on themselves and through the shit that they need to work through because it's like, why do you have those insecurities? Like what, what is it about yourself that you're feeling insecure about that makes you act out, you know, in a crazy way or, you know, something like that. So I think it's smart. And I think, um, you know, I did that for a couple of years. I did it for about, probably about a good three years. I, I took my time away from dating and, and I definitely, I've only you know, in the last seven years after, you know, I, me and my husband split up, I, um, I did, you know, I hadn't been in like a relationship, like a right. real relationship, you know? So there, you know, of course I've had boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that, but nothing that I wanted to, to build with somebody else. Right. And well, I mean, different. I was seeing people. I just wasn't dating people, you know, that's kind of how I personally like to do it. Like, you know, I just want to see somebody hang out with somebody and just see kind of like how it is. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if it's not right, it's not right. But we can still kick it. We can still, you know, get it on whatever we're doing. Yeah. Mine's like a weird thing because I don't really have like romantic feelings about people. Like I don't feel like the mushy gushy butterflies and all that. Like, I don't feel that way about people. I just feel like, but, but I do have like a sexual attraction and I do you know, in a weird way, love these people, but not in the same way that like a husband and wife would traditionally talk about loving somebody. Like I don't, I just don't have that. And so it's, it's possible. Uh, my last relationship taught me that it was possible for me to feel that way about somebody. Cause for seven years, I thought I was just broken. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going to feel that way, I guess, because I haven't yet, but I don't know. Apparently for me, it's just a, I'm very picky in who like I, decide to you know yeah to give that much of myself to somebody like it's you know totally different and so um so i mean that keeps me open to the possibilities of of everything i don't want to shut myself off but typically like if i don't like if i don't initially like for me i feel you know i know like with those feelings i felt them immediately you know it was right away right away i knew so i don't see the potential of anybody that i'm seeing right now growing into something like that because I just it just hasn't happened yet right it could you know I'm not totally closed off to the idea that it could but but it hasn't so <laughs> so I don't know um you know but it, but I'm having fun you know and I'm enjoying myself and it's not like I don't you know it's it they're not just sex um you know I can call up you know I guess I shouldn't name names but <laughs> I can call up you know so-and-so for something and they'll do it you know and you know and then they can call me for things and i'll do it you know it's not it's you know there's definitely a type of relationship there it's just not a traditional as other people would see it you know boyfriend girlfriend relationship or girlfriend girlfriend relationship because we're not escalating things beyond what they already are you know if it ain't broke don't fix it and so <laughs> you know that's kind of what it is and and like i said i was i was you know talking to somebody yesterday and he wanted to take me out on a date and he's like you know, but he's like, you know, I don't want anybody to be upset or anything like that. But they all know that this is what I do. Like, they're not, I'm very open about it. I'm not trying to hide it from anybody. And so, um, you know, I feel like they're very aware. Even, you know, the relationship that I had gotten out of, um, you know, the big, the big, the big relationship, um, you know, initially when we first got together, it was open because, 
if he knew that's what I do and <laughs> he just was on a, a don't ask don't tell policy he didn't want to know about it okay great you know but then eventually you know we had I had made the decision to go ahead and close it um but yeah so I mean everybody knows about each other it's not like anybody's a secret and it's not like they don't know but like I said they they definitely do think that eventually they'll they'll change me somehow um you know but the one guy, um, he, um, you know, he's got a very different problem than me. And, um, but it's also kind of the same problem. But his problem is that, like, whereas I still act out sexually. Because for me, sex and relationships aren't the same thing. Like, sex and love don't go hand in hand. Like, sex and emotion aren't a thing. I don't feel emotionally at all when I have sex. But <laughs> I'm also a sex addict, guys, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Uh, I have sex addiction. I've been to counseling for it. And so, um, you know, for me, when I have sex with someone, it's completely unemotional. And, uh, but then like for, you know, my one guy, when he has sex with somebody, it's, it's, it's all emotions. He can only have sex. He can only perform if there's an, there's an emotional connection there. And so, you know, but he, he's having a hard time having that emotional connection with people so therefore, like I said, we both have the same issue because I don't have that emotional connection with people. I don't have those romantic feelings. I can't find a nesting partner. <laughs> I can't find a primary. So, and you know, he's kind of got the same things except he doesn't have all the, I have all the sex and he doesn't have any of the sex. So, and, so, and we don't sleep together. <laughs> yeah, and that's, but that's more, I think that's more my choice. I think, I, I think, I think we could and I think he could perform because he's got the emotional connection but I can't give him emotion in return during sex and so that's an issue you know and, and that's not fair to him so I don't I don't do that you know I, I won't indulge in that because I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings on purpose or anything that's why I'm open about you know what I do so you know, that's that's my take on it all. And then the kink world just adds a whole different element to all of it. So, <laughs> you know, it's just a different, it's just a different thing when you have a, a preference for that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Everybody's got something. Uh, you know, I'm definitely convinced that everybody's got something that they are into. You know, even if they don't realize that it's kink, um, you know, they're definitely, they definitely do get into it. Um... Like I said, I, I think I, you know, I don't think, I know, I definitely, I, I have a thing for, for daddy. And, um, but I also do like being alpha. <laughs> but then actually most of the sex that I have is pretty neutral as far as like power struggles go. Sometimes I'll get into a power struggle with somebody and it's weird. Because there's a big difference between a daddy and a dom. I don't want a dom. I don't want one. I want a daddy. And so, um... And there's the difference between a daddy, a dom, and a daddy dom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dom, daddy, dom. It's, <laughs> it's the new hit single. There is, and a lot of people don't under, they don't know that. And they don't know what the differences are. And so, um, so I, I guess maybe they'll try to, to please me because they're trying to be daddy, but, but then they're just being a dom. And I'm like, this isn't this isn't the same thing <laughs> you know you need to stop it <laughs> and then I just get I don't know then I get angry and I get alpha and then we're both just kind of going at each other and then it just gets weird and <laughs> 
you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange thing. But then on top of that, being an alpha female, we um, tend to, uh, we're desirable somehow. I mean, people really want us a lot because that, I guess it's rare. I don't know if it's, if it's a rare thing and they just don't find it. I don't know if it's just. Well, let's be honest. Most women that do it aren't generally very good at it in the way That's that true. most people want it. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some that are like, you know, I mean, that's going to be either way, not just yeah. women. It's men, too. They think that they're... Got to do the bombing. Yeah. Right. It's just like, it's hard to find a good quality dom, like, in just general. Just in general. Yeah. I could see that. I could see it. That's probably true, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a guy, so obviously I'm not a, a male dom. So I, I can't relate to that. But I guess that's true. But I guess most women that I hear talk about, um, talk about their sex lives. I'd say most of them talk about how you know they want to get fucked and they want to get treated like a whore and you know they 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 want to have you know I don't know you know they want to be dominated and so you know it's like I guess when when you have a woman that hits the scene and and we're like oh, excuse me <laughs> you don't own shit around here right <laughs> you know then then it gets a little then it gets different um well then there's people story. like me where i'm like a dom in the streets but a right. in the sheets oh, girl okay, yeah, they true. get kind of disappointed but i mean i'm also like i can do both yeah yeah it just depends on the person on how you want to approach it but I mean, I can switch definitely. I can I can switch be, between sub and dom in a regular relationship, but I can't do I that. I don't like it. I mean, I mean, I can, you know, I, I can, but like I can't do that. Like just with one person, like I can switch with the one person, but I can't do. Like I said, if I had daddy, you can't do that with daddy. It's not the way it works. Like that breaks the whole illusion of the of the king, you know. Right. So, <laughs> so it doesn't really make any sense. Um, but I was actually talking to somebody, and I've kind of, like, <laughs> when I was turning into, like, a porn chat, I've kind of, like, um, recently relinquished some control uh, to a female. And um, I, I, I like it. I, I like it more than I thought that, that I, I would like it, especially because typically with this particular person, um, when we're around each other, we're usually around other people, too. So it's like... Um, so then, like, the other people kind of get involved with it, and she kind of is, like, the instructor and kind of tells us what to do, and and it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot. It's pretty cool. I, I'm, I was surprised by it. Most women that I've ever slept with have just been a neutral. There's been no, you know, sub or dom type of situation. Um, it's just been kind of a mutual whatever. Um, but this is like the fir- like this is the first time I've had a, a a female dom and I'm like oh okay and I and I enjoy it so <laughs> I think it's I think it's fun um, but then again I don't know if I would like it if we if we weren't open and like you know having other people get involved and stuff like that I think I would just yeah, I think I would I would just I think I would be like bitch shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Know your place. Get in the fucking kitchen. All right. Come on. Just Don't kidding. make me a sandwich. <laughs> right. but is no, there it's... crust on my sandwich? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but no, you know. So, like I said, usually it's a neutral setting. This time it's not. So it's 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 different. 
um, you know, it's it's pretty cool. I, like I said, it's it's a new thing, and you know, for me who has slept with only everybody, um, <laughs> I don't get to have new things very often. So <laughs> I've already done it, you know. So, but I guess not. I guess I'm still learning. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, and then, like I said, with the other with all the other guys, it's kind of, you know, right now aside from the girl, all my other people. Um, they aren't, uh, well, the one I don't really like really tries, and you're going to know who it is once I say it, really tries to be a dom and he's really not good at it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, and I fucked up by, you know, well, you know, telling him he was my boyfriend and, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and it sucks because he's, you know, down to do a lot of kinky shit, but it's like, you can't dominate me. Like, it's just... You're weak. Right. It's like, you can't... Get the fuck off You me. can't do it legitimately. Like, like, yes, I could pretend that you are, but we all know that you're not. You know? Now, granted, in a sub-dom relationship... That is one thing that a lot of people don't really seem to understand is that the sub does, in fact, have all of the control because they can shut that shit down immediately. And a good dom will shut it down when it's shut down. You know, but this is different. Again, I have to pretend <laughs> that <laughs> that he's being, that he's, that he's doming me and he's not. <laughs> so... Unfortunate he soul. tries and he's cute but yeah so I mean for so for me and him there's kind of a power struggle there because you know it's just not gonna happen but <laughs> yeah so unfortunately he'll he'll be at my party trying to dom me and he's gonna have the likes of you know other people <laughs> that are gonna be like what <laughs> Boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not really sure what's going to happen yet because I don't know exactly who is coming. And then that's like, well, and then that's another thing. So like, okay, you know, but they don't know. I've been hanging out with this, with this girl. Okay. And I know her because it is one of my friends' wives, ex-wives. Okay. So I've been hanging out with her and I've also been, I've also kind of reconnected with that friend again recently. And um, he's in a relationship with somebody. And I won't get into the full story. But, um, you know, him and I have known each other for a very, very long time. We've never slept together. Every time we've tried to date, I don't really know what happens. Something happens and then we don't end up dating. Well, I ended up hanging out with his ex-wife. And um, and she has begged me to sleep with her husband. She really wants me to sleep with her husband. <laughs> and... Dude, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. It's, you know what? This has been a long time coming. <laughs> we just got to do it and, you know, get it over with and probably do it some more. Um, <laughs> because, you know, um, well, he really likes me. And so, you know, he'll, he'll be back. Um, <laughs> he's not going anywhere. So, but like at the same time, his, the wife, the ex-wife, every time I see her, um, she wants to sleep with me too. And so I'm like, okay, I can't, I, some, well, it's the dynamic of the relationship that their, their relationship in general is, has not ever been inherently healthy. So I don't feel comfortable sleeping with both of them 
Um, you know, at least not without like sitting down and talking to both of them about it and getting approval. Um, but yeah, she wants to sleep with me too. And I'm not totally against it. Um, but you know, I want to sleep with her husband. So I've got my party coming up and, um, she is dating one of my really close friends. Well, I mean, technically, basically the most boyfriendest boyfriend that I have <laughs> and she's dating him and he's going to be at the party. So I don't know if he's going to bring her, but I've invited her ex-husband to the party in hopes that, you know, we'll finally get to sleep together. That's that's who I'm rooting for for the night. <laughs> that's that's my number one. Again, that number one is everybody. Number two is him. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't know. I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen then when she's involved. I mean, I guess then I get, you know, everybody. But I don't know if he's interested in sleeping with her or not. Every, we, we, we talked about it. So... It's just a weird, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a weird situation, but thankfully you never get bored, you know, in that kind of situation because, you know, once I'm like, oh, I've been sleeping with this person for a while, I'm getting kind of used to it, I'll just call somebody else and, <laughs> you know, throughout the week you see different just ones. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, it just is what it is. Um, Especially being an adult and stuff like that. It's, you know, we're all busy. We all have things going on. So we can't always all see each other. Um, so, but there usually is always somebody to see. So that's pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. It's, it is a weird thing. <laughs> that's why we're talking about it here. <laughs> because I have mentioned, like, I've, I've said stuff, like, on my Twitter and, and things like that. And I've, like, mentioned, like, you know, boyfriends or, or something. Um... You know, but then I come off as, you know, very single. And it's like when people ask me if I'm single, you know, how do I answer that question? Because it's like... Just say you're available. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right. Because it's like, I'm not single, but like... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm available. You know. What day works for you? (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing to answer. So it's like, you know... It's like, first I have to ask you. Do you want your own designated day? Right. So, <laughs> I've got this day and this day over right now. Which one of these three bills would you like to pay? Yes. <laughs> yes, that Boy. is how it is. <laughs> That's how it should be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is a weird, it can be a weird thing. And then, like, my family, I'm not really, like, out to my family about it, which is another weird thing. It's not, I'm not, like, hiding things on purpose. And I guess when I talk about my family, I'm only talking about my mom and my sister. <laughs> but um, we don't talk about it. I don't talk to them about it. You know, nobody ever really comes over. But my mom did mention the one day my car window broke. And so <laughs> so my car window went down. It wouldn't roll back up. And it was actually, like, getting ready to, to storm outside. And it was just a fucking shit show. So I called one boyfriend. <laughs> And he was busy, so I called another boyfriend, <laughs> and he was also busy. And um, my mom, I was at her house, and we were we were just putting like garbage bags over the the window so it would stay at least stay dry in the car while it rained. And um, my mom's like, "Don't you have all these men that you can call?" <laughs> I was like, "I did already. Men are trash." <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> 
So I think she knows, you know, I think she gets it. We just don't talk about it. And, you know, she's kind of a similar person. She doesn't really want to be in a relationship with somebody. She just wants to be with herself. She doesn't want to worry about another person. And I guess for the most part, that is how I feel. I don't want to have to worry about another person. If I'm going to, like, move in with somebody, like, that's another thing. Like, I don't want to have to worry about, like, melding households and not being able to, like, decorate my spaces how I want to and things like that. So, I mean, if I moved in with somebody, I would have to find a fucking weirdo. <laughs> See, if I'm moving in with anybody I'm in a relationship with, you can call it selfish, you can call it whatever the fuck you want, but, bitch, I'm decorating. Yeah. But if you're with somebody that has similar enough taste to you, it's not going to be an issue anyway. I don't anyway. Know if they got similar taste or not. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. If I find somebody, it would have to be somebody that I would be, that I, it would just have to be the perfect somebody. And that's, that's that. I mean, that's where it's at. And so, you know, I'm not willing to compromise parts of myself just to live with another person because that ain't, that's not worth it to me, you know? Right. So it's like, I wouldn't. Well, it's like, but, if you live with me, you're going to have to be okay with all kinds of tree branches and shit coming <laughs> home or, you know, just. Me just finding little knickknacks. Yeah. Knickknacks. <laughs> yeah. But they all have their place. It's not like, yeah. and it doesn't look like, oh, oh, here's my curio cabinet of blah, blah, blah. But you're decorating game. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. It looks nice. You should have your own show on TV. <laughs> decorating with Ivy. <laughs> See, that's what I need to go to school for. Interior design? Yeah, but I think you really be- market. I mean, there is, but there isn't. It's usually people that have a vision, and I like people that don't have a vision, but they just like, I like these things. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, these things don't go together, "Mm, sis. No. (laughs) That's not going to work. See, my decorating is weird, and it's so slow, and it's like, it's, I have a vision, but it's like, I don't have the pieces to put it together yet. And well, sometimes so, that's the best part is like it's the fun long for me, journey, the yeah. Because I notice, like when I finish, because my bathroom is the only room in my house that is completely finished, and when my bathroom was finished, well, you had like a like you were dead set on what you wanted to do with your bathroom. I knew I didn't know what I wanted to do with my bathroom. I was yeah, I knew. Well, the whole house really, and I still I still know what I want to do. I just. It's, it was easier to do the small bathroom than it has been to do, like, the whole living room and the whole kitchen and the whole bedroom. So, um, you know, but the bathroom, yeah, I finished it. But I was kind of sad. And even, like, today, I was, I was at a thrift store today, and I saw something that would have been, like, perfect in my bathroom, but, like, there's literally nowhere to put it. <laughs> and Pick like, it up anyway. Bitch, it was big. <laughs> I, Girl, I'll swap it for something. Uh, but and I then you can only swap it back. Yeah, that's. I, but there's nowhere I could put it. Girl, I it had. It not fit anywhere. I had a whole ass winter bed and a summer bed. A winter <laughs> coffee right, table right. and a summer coffee table. <laughs> but I don't have a spot to put the things that I'm not using. Because I do you that already. Find a spot. Well, right now I haven't been doing it. You but got this whole ass apartment. <laughs> Usually, I don't have enough space for shit as it is, bitch. Between all my Halloween decorations and my fucking Christmas decorations, <laughs> I have two Christmas trees. I have a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> well, first you can get rid of the Christmas trees. No, girl, who needs one? No, <laughs> I want another. <laughs> oh God. 
one of those. It's gonna be Christmas in every room in of the every house. Room. <laughs> I got my one Christmas tree. Yeah. That's it. That's all I need. And it's just a little, just yeah. a little Christmas tree. Gold crochet. There's nothing wrong with that. I eventually I want to have different like themed trees. I have a fucking Halloween tree. I'm like. <laughs> No, see that it. I can get behind. I have a Halloween tree. My sister bought me a Halloween tree for my birthday last year. <laughs> she did, yeah, <laughs> and decorations through. and everything. For, oh yeah, oh bitch, it's all outfitted. It's great. Yeah, it's not it's not big or anything, but it's like four foot. And, you know, it's it's decent. Yeah, it's decent. But I have a whole Halloween tree even. But I want to have different themed like Christmas trees and stuff in different rooms of my house. But yeah, so my bathroom once I finished it, you know, now I'm kind of sad that that journey's over. So it's like it made me realize that. Well, if I end up finishing everything, then it's over, <laughs> you know, and, and that makes, I don't, I don't know. And then it kind of gives me anxiety, but I also like to find, you know, very unique things. And, um, you know, I, I don't like to just go to, you know, home to home and buy some, some shit. I mean, if I see something, sure, you know, I'll pick it up. It's got a, it's got a fit though, but usually, you know, I, I like to buy things that are very unique. You know, the only, well, right now, the only pieces of art that I have on my walls are things that people have created, aside from the tapestry that I have for the YouTube channel set. But, you know, that's kind of been my thing lately. Home to home, you can find some good stuff because it's basically just a big consignment store. So you can find, like, rare items. Like my own. I I mean, I don't know enough to know. (laughs) Like my lotus flower lamp, that's from there. Okay. Okay. And I got it for 60 bucks, and then I've seen it other places like Antique Village in Centerville. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? I have not ever Oh, been we'll there. have to go. It's okay. like my safe space. I go in there. I don't even bring my phone sometimes, and I am a straight-up old person. I will be in there for hours, and I will <laughs> sit on the bench. I'm just hanging out. Yep. <laughs> I've never Because there's just so much to look at. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I'm definitely down. We should definitely go soon. But to tie all this into our topic of yes. the, the podcast, <laughs> yes. when you're looking for furniture, make sure you can fuck on it. 1,000%. You know what? I have this chase lounge, okay? <laughs> okay. And, and it still ain't happening I yet. have never had sex on it. I am so upset that it, is, it has not happened. I don't understand why it has not happened. Maybe that's what I want for my birthday. I want to finally have sex on my chase lounge that I've had for three years. Like I've had sex with all these fucking people. <laughs> I've I've had a I've had an actual like grown up building relationship, and we never had sex on it. I, you know, so I don't. <laughs> so we moved to the chase lounge. Never did, and you know what? You can do so much on that thing. Like it's it's got the hump in it and everything. You can yeah, do so girl, you much could bend on over, it. You could lay right. back, girl. <laughs> There's so much, and I've never had sex on it. And what needs to happen is you need to get a train, and you need to just stay on there, and then yeah, you can right. lay on your back or get on your knees, whatever you want. Uh-huh. You'll be at the party. Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'll be next on the chase lounge. My turn! Everybody just pulls their dick out. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I I haven't. I've never happened. But yes, absolutely. If you're going to live with anybody, even by yourself, get really good furniture that you can have sex on because when you do use it, (laughs) it'll be worth it to do. You know, that was another big investment that I made was my bed. I, you know, I, I made sure I spent a lot of money on my bed, and I got a good-ass bed. 
<laughs> but then unfortunately, then I'll have like somebody over. I'll just have a rando over. And, uh, you know, we have sex or whatever, and, and then they don't want to leave the bed because it's so comfortable. And I'm like, uh, you got to you got to yeah. go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you here anymore. <laughs> you well, girl leave. looks like I need a fucking summer bed, a winter <laughs> bed, and a sex bed. And a rando bed. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you got you to have good furniture that you can, uh, you can use. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really, you know, again, I, it's, it would have to be, it would take a really special someone for me to decide to move in with them. Um, because I like doing whatever I want to do. You know, I like having that freedom to where I can have somebody at my house, you know, whoever I want to have at my house at any time. And you can't, you know, once I, once I make that move with a person like to, you know, live together I'm not going to have that same freedom anymore not because they're not going to accept it again it would have to be somebody that would accept that I am this way <laughs> but because that's just rude to bring somebody else into into their space also and stuff like that but you know but you know you would have to offer me more happiness than I have by myself and that's going to be that's a, you know right bitch that's I love a tall order by myself right so that's a really tall order can nobody entertain me like I can entertain myself <laughs> right. bitch I could stare at a wall and have a great time exactly it's like you know so you would have to you'd have to make it worthwhile and so you know it is a it's a strange concept um uh, my friend Jazz she thinks that uh that I just haven't found the right person which I mean I guess she's kind of right but but there's also nothing wrong with me living my life the way that I do. If I choose to not climb the relationship elevator ever, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. But a lot of people, it's not really socially accepted anywhere. And then, like, somebody was talking about, somebody had brought up um, polygamy recently. And that shit is disgusting. <laughs> polygamy it's fucking disgusting. I mean, granted, if you do have everybody in agreement or whatever, you know, fine. But polygamy is, is rooted in misogyny. And so it's like, even if you're not treating all your, your wives like shit, the fact that you still call it polygamy <laughs> means that you are. <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, and then like polygamists, like, which are men with multiple wives, polygamists like really look down on polyandry which is women a woman with multiple husbands and it's like you know so it's just <laughs> it's really <me. laughs> is that gonna be you mm-hmm. yeah but can they be with whoever they want to be with or are they all um, yours well that depends they don't, they don't be my friends then I'll come home to you you don't want them to be with other people no, my legs stay chained up in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got some chores for you boys to this do. Is, this is his name's number one. <laughs> this is number two. <laughs> a bunch of fucking gimps. <laughs> yep. I'd love to have a bunch of gimps around. That would be amazing. I, you know, that's I. I don't have a gimp. And I think about those different again. Like I couldn't. I couldn't have my gimp, and and uh, have my gimp. Be I don't think I would want my gimp to be my nesting partner. I no. think I, I think I would want my gimp to be me and my nesting partner's gimp. They could live here, but they'd be gimp full time. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. Oh right, you'd be gimp all the time. I mean, sure, you could take some you know some reasonable breaks. It's not slave labor. You're here because you want to be. 
But <laughs> but for my nesting partner, that would have to be my daddy dynamic. And so, you know, that's where that would sit. So like, but like I think about it and it's like, you know, that's why I can't be monogamous because I want a daddy, but I also want a gimp too. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, what does that mean? You know, what do I, what do I do with that information? I mean, you can't have it all. You can't have it all. Well, that's what they say. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, are gimps even considered human? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even consider themselves human. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> They're an object for use. <laughs> yeah, I need. I, I definitely need to get a good solid gap. You know that needs to happen, but that that'll come, and that'll come with you know because with all of these things, you know, as much as like you know saying that, you know, making that topic like, are they even human? Blah blah blah. blah. You have to have a solid relationship. You have to have a solid foundation with this person. It takes a lot of trust to get into those kinks with another person. At least it should. You know. And um, some people just think that they could skip that part and go straight into yeah. it. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it just it doesn't. Sure doesn't. You can be end up in a very dangerous situation that way. Right. Exactly. You know, you shouldn't just throw yourself at people like that. Not, you know, I have that happen all the time, especially with, you know, um, trying to kick off a, a Fendom career, which, you know, one of these days I will. Um, you know, they'll just throw themselves at me and it's like, and that makes me feel kind of bad for them. Like, <laughs> because right. it's like, you know, you should, we should have some type of level of, of trust. I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'll treat you like shit, but I'm not trying to disrespect you. <laughs> like, well, it goes both ways. You know, you could get into a situation mm-hmm. with somebody you don't trust as a dom, quote unquote, yeah. and they actually end up, you know doing things that you don't want or don't like and don't yeah. consent to. I feel like that happened to me recently. And then there's yeah. also, you know, the other side, you could end up with somebody that ends up claiming that they didn't want it or, yeah. you know. Right, right, exactly. And <laughs> so, so you so gotta have that rapport with situation. each other. Right, you gotta have some type of, you gotta have that level of trust in order to get into those things. And again, that's what people don't understand about being a dom or whatever. Like, you're not going to fucking dom me the first time we have sex. Right. Like, the first time I have sex with anybody, it's neutral. And so, you know, because you're just kind of figuring each other out. and right. seeing how the vibe the right is. And, right. And, and then, you know, and then after that, it's like, you know, then maybe, maybe you talk about it. Or maybe you still have, you know, a couple more sessions of neutral sex and, you know, you're still learning. It takes a minute. It takes a minute to build that kind of relationship with somebody. And so it's like... I guess that's what I don't like about the the one guy is that he just kind of automatically jumped into it, assumed that he was going to be my dom, and I'm not. (laughs) I'm not having it, you know. That's not not really what I want to do. But at some point in my life, I would like to have a serious enough, um, you know, dom relationship where where I get collared. I would like to be collared. And, um, you know, and that takes, that's a lot. That's basically a marriage. (laughs) But how would that work with polyamory? Well, actually a lot of people that are um, in the kink community are are into that. So some people even have a couple of of collars. So it's like, you know, they would allow you to. But I mean, being the one that's collared, would it be okay for you to go outside of that situation? If it's in your contract, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, like for you. Uh, Yeah. Or is that the point at which you would be like, 
before I would stop. Okay, this is I'm what the relationship I'm monogamous in. Well, and I could definitely like I could be collared and I could be and I could be collared by my daddy, so that's something that I could put together. And uh, you know, I I could meld those two worlds definitely and be happy with that. Um, but well, I'm not totally against the idea of, of, of the possibilities of what could happen. I could end up being... I could, I could end up in a monogamous relationship and still have... I'd be happy, I think, having other sexual relationships with people. Now, maybe the sexual relationships that I have with people would only be with my partner, you know, but... I think that if I was monogamous and I was told that I could not ever, you know, their rule was that I could not sleep with anybody else ever for the whole rest of my life. I couldn't do that. That wouldn't work for me. So, <laughs> but if you're collared again, it's it kind of, then, then you can put that in your contract on, right. you know, there's agreement. Right. And what, you know, what you do. And so, um, yeah. So, you know, that would make sense. I know a lot of people that do it, they will, um, like before, like say they have a nesting partner, but then they have another, you know, they have two doms. And if they and if they're collared by both of them, like when they leave the one, he'll take the collar on because that's that's a tradition. Well, he, she, whoever <laughs> takes your collar on and off of you, and um, you know, so then they take it off of you, and then you um, go to your other dom, and and they put their collar on you for the time that you're together. So I mean, it just depends on the uh, on the stipulations, but then they usually have you know. Well, it just depends. Different dynamics are different. I think that's the important thing to understand about polyamory is that um, because you could because I can be polyamorous and I can be with somebody that's monogamous and they have cho- chosen to be monogamous with me, but accepted the fact that I'm not monogamous with them, and that can still be a healthy relationship. And you know, and I can be polyamorous, and even though I'm polyamorous, I can be in a monogamous relationship myself. Right. <laughs> I'm allowed, you know. The thing about polyamory is that it is a blanket term and there's there's other terms. Like there's triads, you know, three-person relationship where you're all three in a relationship together. You know, there's things like that. And then, but then there's like toxic shit like unicorn hunting, which is different than a triad. And, you know, there's a lot of terminology out there. Yeah. But... Trans people are often referred to as unicorns. Really? Why? Because it's not common. Oh, it's, they're referred to, but they're not referred to as a unicorn in like, like the and like polyamorous okay, okay. settings. They're usually yeah, they usually are yeah. Well, and it's like you know, being a unicorn is a weird thing. Like the point of calling them a unicorn is that they they don't exist. They're not real. So right. if you're a couple, you're just searching to have sex with somebody. You're not searching to have a, a real relationship with this person. They're the third. You guys have veto with each other you could veto the third person out at any time that's not really fair (laughs) it's really not and you know so if they're like oh we're looking for a girlfriend usually it's women usually they're looking for women oh we're looking for a girlfriend whatever you know but you're you end up if you if you come into the relationship as a unicorn you don't have equal say in the relationship like they do in a triad you have um you have multiple relationships you've got say you've got person a b and c You've got the relationship between A and B. You've got the relationship between B and C. You've got the relationship between A and C. And you've got the relationship between all of you. But even then, sometimes there's not, like, my friend, she's in a quad. Mm -hmm. And so there's... Two couples. Two couples, essentially. They're all a couple. I'm not 
the best word. That's for okay. Terminology. <laughs> That's fair. They're one's nesting partners, the other pair's nesting partners. Right. But there's also okay. one <laughs> person in nesting group A mm-hmm. that dates somebody in nesting group B, mm-hmm. and they also date um, the one. And nesting group B <laughs> dates the other one. And nesting group A. Right. So there's essentially... There's multiple relationships happening between four people. Right. There's right. four people having a relationship, and then two of those people are having a relationship, two of those yeah. people are having... Like, there's yeah. four different relationships different inside of the relationship. And right. It's, it's weird because it's like Cluster they don't all date each other. Okay. So it's like... It's kind of like crisscross. Yeah. So I understand like, that. They kind of swap. Yeah. Is, is kind of what that is. Um, yeah, right. But that's that's the point I'm making, is that there's so many different dynamics in polyamory. The only thing that you need to worry about is if every single person in the party, whatever it is, whatever, whoever is involved, consents. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's really it. Even if you don't consider yourself polyamorous, I highly suggest a lot of people... Like, I really like my poly Facebook groups and stuff because these people are fucking relationship experts. Like, these are the most fucking woke relationship experts, you know, people in relationships that I've ever met. These people are so fucking wise. (laughs) And, you know, they really, they absolutely do it right. And so, um, you know, I always, I tell everybody, I, I refer to the poly community And, you know, if you need a relationship advice, you go there because they will tell you, you know, it is all about, it's more of a, of a general lifestyle than just a relationship, you know, preference. It's, you know, because you have to work on yourself and it's always about, you know, you can own yourself. You can't own anybody. You know, you don't, you can't control other people, you know, that's, you just can only account for your own actions. And, you know, it's about taking, you know, account, being accountable to those actions and, um, you know, that's something that I really, really admire because, you know, again, I feel like, you know, they call it toxic monogamy. Toxic monogamy is bred because you don't have that accountability and, you know, you don't search within yourself and, you know, it's about like owning. And then at the same time, they talk about how you're not really entitled to anything. Nobody owes you anything, you know, and that's a very interesting concept to me because that is a very um, for me that's a very hard one to to get over and you know it, it is it is hard but it's like well that comes with any relationship though like yeah. you have to have that understanding like you yes we are committed to. but right. Right. you know it's like if I don't get what I want You're out not of the relationship I'm not entitled to right. it you know, you have to... And so your accountability is in it is that if you're not getting what you want in the relationship, you can't force that person to change that you want something out of, but you can leave. <laughs> and right. so, you know, if you're not happy, you can walk away. And, you know, that there that's where your accountability is in it. And so it's, you know, it's a very interesting concept. But I, I preach accountability all the time in every aspect of life. I am all about it because if we all held ourselves accountable... And we did better to try to hold other people accountable. We can't control what they do, you know. However, <laughs> um, we can still hold them accountable to what they've done or their wrongdoings or whatever instead of just 
turning the other cheek and not doing anything about it, um, you know, then it would just, everything would be so much easier. The world would be a much better place if we all did that. But then again, you know, I think that um, accountability is just a very, you know, that's the first step in like healing yourself is, is owning what you've done wrong or, you know, looking at, looking at your flaws and, you know, I'm not saying anybody, you're going to turn out to be perfect that there's, you know, you're already perfectly you. <laughs> there is no perfect. You're always going to work on yourself. But the first step in working on anything is, is looking at yourself and looking at your own issues and knowing what they are. And then that's your, that's your accountability. Saying that you're wrong, you know, owning that and being like, fuck, I was wrong. What will I do differently next time to not be wrong? And so, you know, or at least to not do what I just did <laughs> or whatever. And, you know, again, that, that, I think that that leads to a lot of, because people don't practice that, that's why we have the issues that we do in, in traditional monogamous relationships. You know, that's why marriage fails. That's why, you know, these things happen is because people don't own their own shit. They just want to point fingers and blame everybody else for the problems. They don't want to work on what their problem is. And so... I don't know. That's just my <laughs> my little. Most people don't want to deal with their own bullshit. Most people don't. Most people don't, and it's hard to find people that that do. You know, it is it is a very rare thing, and so um, and it's hard. You know, I'm, I'm. It's not. It's not like I don't. You know, I try to be very aware of myself at all times, but I still fuck up. And, you know, and I'm going to for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, at some point, and in the moment, am I going to say that I'm wrong? Probably not in the moment. But I, I will I will later try to go back through and, and look at everything again and see, you know, it just depends on the situation, depends on, you know, what happened or what it is I'm trying to talk, you know, work through. Um, but, but I try to at least evaluate everything later. Then again, I'm a cancer, so I also overthink everything. So that's just in my nature. <laughs> that's just me. But yeah, I'll try to go through and see if there was something that I could have done differently or I could have, but most people don't do that. Most people don't do that. Most people just hold a grudge and continue to stew and they let that build up and then they build resentment and that's not healthy. You know, that's not, but that's what I try. Like if I get into an argument with someone, which I don't very often because I'm, I mean, again, I try to be very aware of, of the things that I do, but if I do, you know, it does happen. If I do, um, you know, later on when I go to think about it, like one habit that I noticed I've changed is that I won't go back through like you know how like people there's like memes and stuff and you've thought about it like how you like think of an argument later and you're like oh I could have said that or whatever you know to kind of spite the person I don't really ha I don't think that way I don't have that um I don't have that sort of you know spitefulness I just think about I think about what I did say I think about if I conveyed the message correctly and maybe that's where the miscommunication came from that's where the argument came from and I try to think about how I could, and, and then I think about what they've said, and you know, if if what they said was correct, you know, if maybe they did have a point, and I just wasn't listening because I was emotional, <laughs> or whatever. Just gotta process it. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, and but most people don't do that. Like I said, they just continue to think, "Well, fuck them. I was right." You well, know? it's it's a lot easier too if you process things before you speak. You know, if you think about it, you know, but then that doesn't necessarily equate that there's not going to be any issue no, or good at that, that no. there doesn't need to be any kind of, you know, 
discussion or right. all that. I'm more, like, if I get into an argument with anybody, it's typically in the moment. Um, if I get into an argument with anybody, it's typically because they are doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I call them out, you know, on their bullshit and they don't like that. And so, you know, other than that, you know, I don't really, like, people don't usually come at me sideways because of something that I've done. But that's because I've, I have, I've, I've grown because I didn't used to be that way. I used to be very, um... I used to be very uh, competitive, not competitive, but um, not even uh, not even on the offense. I don't know. I just used to be a very angry person, <laughs> and and I'm impulsive, so I will just say something, you know, out of nowhere. But but that's because I've, I've never I've again I didn't do the work, so because I didn't work through my own issues, it was just a lot of my own just pure emotion. And nowadays it's not really like that. Usually it's like. You know, the theme lately is calling people out for being racist or, you know, just... <laughs> like, I've already talked to you about this. Right. I mean, being a, you know, being a domestic violence, you know, survivor and, and advocate, you know, it's like calling out men on their fucked up, you know, toxic ass shit if they do it. Or calling out women on their fucked up toxic ass shit if they do it. I mean, you know, usually it's got to be pretty severe to get me worked up into an argument with somebody. <laughs> so I, I'm not really like a... I'm not a loaded gun waiting to go off at any point in time, you know, so I don't really, I'm pretty non-confrontational. Confrontational, I guess that was the word I was looking for earlier. I used to be a lot more confrontational. I used to like that. I used to, I used to want the drama. I used to want the problems because that's what I was used to. So that's <laughs> I haven't ever, girl, I hate arguing <laughs> with people. Yeah, right. I don't like drama. I'm not into it. So I try. I don't. I don't keep bad company anyway. Yeah. Like, I well, try to be very, people, keep, very careful. Most people don't even know how to take that, though. Right. You know, it's like they kind of take it as you're being condescending, and it's like, no, I'm just literally trying to talk to you about it. Right. Like, right. Trying to understand like how you feel, where you're coming from. Yeah. Right. So you can understand where. I'm coming from and how I feel. People don't know how to talk to each to each other. It's, it's right, and so they're like, when you, and that is what I do. I will talk to you about something. I won't argue with you. I, I will have a sit down conversation, and I want to hear your side, and I and I want to know, you know. But you know, so I don't come at somebody just out of nowhere, like, oh, you're always doing that thing that I hate, or you know, I don't know, you know. But I'll try to like, I'll, I'll be that person that communicates, you know, correctly. I try to be mindful of of good communication. And, but then it doesn't matter, even if you still try to be mindful of that and you, even if you bring it up, that normal people, you know, the norm is to all the, to, to get defensive, you know, they don't, they, they automatically have that fight or flight sense. So then, you know, it, it, it gets heated and it's hard because I, I, you know, usually when you tell somebody, like you start talking to somebody about some issue that you're having and you're like, okay, I'm not. You know, there's no reason to get upset. We just need to talk about this. Like, once you, like, you can bring them back down, but you still have to have those moments. And and then if they just don't come well, down. it's different with every person, too. So depending like, on who it is. Well, right. Like I said, I usually don't keep bad company like that anyway. So, usually I keep people around that I can talk to about stuff and can openly communicate with and stuff like that. So, yeah. Relationships are a little weird. You know, yeah. you... You have to 
be mindful of your boundaries and somebody else's boundaries and the more people that are involved the more complicated it can get complicated it can so the more you're able to understand that the more easily you can navigate your relationships in a way that's healthy and productive and most people aren't willing to figure out all the math that comes along with it right you know and it doesn't take much you just have to go through these experiences in the Mm -hmm. best way that you possibly know how and be open and willing to listen change and be better yeah yeah exactly yeah you do you do i agree with that so i don't know it is a you know relationships are weird whatever works for everybody works for everybody and that's just you know again the most important thing about relationships is consent the most important thing about getting into a kink with someone is consent. <laughs> you know, speaking of kinks, we didn't really talk a whole lot about we that. Didn't. Maybe we need to do a whole a whole other episode. Yeah. Sex and relationships part two. <laughs> we can do a part two. Part two, mostly sex. <laughs> right. All sex. Nothing but I'll update my boyfriend count then and <laughs> we'll see where I'm at. <laughs> Maybe by then I'll find the Sky Dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we could definitely talk about... Well, maybe we can like get some people on. Maybe we could uh, do some interviews with different people with different kink dynamics and, and just see like their perspective of it or you know things like that. I think that would be kind of cool. We've, we haven't done an interview yet on the show. Yeah, we could so. literally just call somebody and put them on the speaker. Yeah, well, there's there's ways it. we could do it. We could do it. There's things we could do. <laughs> we could make it work. Um... But yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe we can do that. We know enough weirdos. <laughs> you know, I can think of I could think of probably two people off the top of my head that I could get, you know, uh, on the show. So, maybe we'll do that. I think I think we'll probably do that. So, I don't know. Any any closing thoughts on uh I guess relationships, relationships. at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, we pretty much this is a little less. It's 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 a little out there with our realm of typical weird, and I, I recognize that. But um, I uh, also have been working a lot to get this show out, um, so I really haven't had the time to do a bunch of research on anything else. And if I do lately, it's been about the sky dragons and the sky, the boomy booms. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get back on track. It's summer. We've been going strong for a while. Um, and give you guys some more, I guess, ancient mysteries and, and weirdness. Maybe we'll cover another monster. We did Mothman. We haven't covered... I don't think we've... Co- I think the last... Well, we talked about... We've talked about mermaids and stuff, kind of. But um, maybe we'll pick something specific. Bigfoot. Maybe we'll talk about... We can talk about Bigfoot. You know, it's like... People have a foot fetish. I should yeah. probably say this for the next episode, but... <laughs> Bigfoot got me there, got me here, and I'm going to take you on this journey Please, yeah, please. So, people that have a foot fetish, there's a thing called a foot pussy. Okay. And it's when you put your feet together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this last week, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine Bigfoot's foot pussy. Well, it's probably big. Bigfoot pussy. Bigfoot pussy. (laughs) Do you have a foot fetish? Have you ever thought about Bigfoot? (laughs) Right. What do you fuck Bigfoot festivals? Send us an email. We'd like to talk to you. Maybe we'll interview you for the next uh, <laughs> sex and relationship. Yeah, we need to call Karen and have her find Yes, so we, we need to get, get Karen and we can actually see a Bigfoot festival. We can look at that fussy. <laughs> <laughs> and get a look at that fussy. 
Well, but there's a difference between a Bigfoot a pussy, pussy and, and a Bigfoot pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, don't fuck animals, okay? Just don't do it. That's gross. I'm all about. I don't. I'm not here to kink shame. Bigfoot is an animal. Big. If Bigfoot's not an animal, we should save this for next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save this for Bigfoot. Yes, we'll talk about but the stare of the Bigfoot. Will be included we'll talk in it. Maybe the we'll do Bigfoot time. next week. I don't know. And then we'll do another sex after that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Um you know, we're open to topics and things. I've actually gotten a lot of people contact me about different things that they want me to research and stuff like that. So um I'll probably start getting into into those things a little bit. But you know, for now, um you guys only have one more episode until um of, of the podcast until uh my show is out so you'll be plenty busy with between the podcast and the show um you'll have a lot of stuff to a lot of time to look at me and listen to me so (laughs) all right guys well we will be back next wednesday Bye. bye